Canadian musicians are thriving, playing your local venues. But are you missing out? It's time to go Under the Radar with Daly. Yeah, buddy, it's another week, another Under the Radar. My name's Daly. Thank you so much for checking this little program out, whether you're listening from the station's website or you're on iTunes. It doesn't matter. Thank you so much for checking out these bands. If you are listening on iTunes, or even if you aren't, please go to iTunes and, and subscribe to the podcast because... If you've ever been on the iTunes podcast store, you'll notice that there is a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of podcasts up there. And just subscribing helps us out a lot. Let's people know about this. It kind of pushes us up a little bit on the list. If you could do that, that'd be great. But we're going to get to this week's artist. This is Sidelines out of Ottawa. They're kind of an Ottawa super group, a bunch of bands coming together. I saw them play last weekend. Loved the show. It was a lot of fun. So their lead singer, Derek, is on the phone with me. Let's get it started. type of person that would not have fun at a sideline show and then the kind of person who would have a lot of fun at a sideline show okay people that would not have fun at a sideline show people that probably either haven't ridden a skateboard in their life or don't have a single friend that has ridden a skateboard in their life uh just i find the connection to skateboarding and aggressive technical music kind of goes hand in hand people that would have a good time at our show uh if you're suffering from mental illness uh we're probably for you if you can't pay attention for too long we're also probably for you if you like uh 16th notes in your drumming then we're for you. So we're basically dealing with the the people that are constantly tapping on tables at restaurants or when you're waiting in line and they're driving you nuts. They're our fans. Well, I had fun at the Sideline Show last weekend. Nice. What are you suffering from right now? Um, My job, <laughs> to put it bluntly, but yeah, <laughs> like go. most people. But uh, besides the stuff we talked about before the interview, how was the Weekend Warrior Tour last weekend with North Bay and Timmins? Oh, it was awesome. It was really cool. Uh, North Bay is always a blast. I went to school there for a few years so i know some of the locals very very well and they never disappoint they're always rowdy they have really long beards that you can get lost in literally i got lost in my friend kev's beard for a little while but uh, it was cool we played at the whitewater gallery which doesn't sound like it would be a cool spot but when you actually get there it's as good as most venues you've played in uh, we had a good turnout every time i'm in north bay a girl buys me a beer i don't know why but i can't go to a bar in north bay and not have a girl buy me a beer so oh. i'm never gonna be upset with north bay <laughs> <laughs> but getting up to timmins though uh it was definitely stepping it up a notch uh the working class is a lot more like the bars and venues that we've been playing at in montreal and in ottawa so it was great to get up there we didn't know what to expect uh <clears throat> one of us had played in Timmins before with his old band uh, Snatchback, but that was many, many moons ago. So we got in there and we were stoked. The people were awesome. It's the only city I think we've played in where as soon as we start cranking the amps, people move to the front, which like I'm always making jokes, but you have to throw pillows down on the hot lava. Oh, don't step at the front. There's hot lava. Build a pillow fort. And uh, in Timmins, like there's clearly no hot lava. You guys have mined the shit out of that town, and apparently all magma has depleted. So you guys are right up in the front, and we loved it. We had, like, right from the first chord to the last chord, we had a great time on stage in Timmins. 
That's awesome. It's just such a drive to come up for shows like that. Touring in Canada is ridiculous. It's not so bad. Uh, as long as you're friends with your bandmates, all is cool. If you're in a band that's got any strife, I could see how it would suck to be trapped in this metal capsule going along the road. Uh, like you, you get all kinds of shit. Like sometimes you have to sleep in a field unexpectedly. That <laughs> happens to us. Sometimes you're driving along and the tire starts to make a weird noise and you find out that it's split down the middle. Uh, that actually happened to us too. Rides in Kirkland Lake helped us big time. They got us back on the road for the show. But I mean, as long as you're buddies with your band, then all is good. Like, we had a great time. Uh, we just took two separate cars to try to lighten the load, and I was with our bassist, Reg, and 16 hours of driving with him on the weekend, and not a single problem. Does your drummer always look that angry, or what, is it just when he's drumming? Uh, he always looks that angry, I think, especially when we're asking him to practice to a metronome, <laughs> or when we're trying to book shows. Uh, he's a great guy. He just, uh, he definitely has some drum anger. But have you ever met a normal drummer? No, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> but he looked like he wanted to beat those drums into the ground. He does want to beat those drums into the ground. It's probably because he wasn't playing on his own kit. He's, um, he plays on this gigantic thing that looks like um, Neil Peart. He's got, I think, five toms and seven cymbals or something when he plays home shows. It's really ridiculous, but it sounds great. He uses everything, so when he plays on a loner kit, he gets a little bummed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, you always run the risk of insulting people when you compare music, so don't take it the wrong way, but I saw a bunch of Sidelines also play in a Weezer tribute band. Yeah. And your music yeah. is so removed from Weezer style-wise. So who would you say Sidelines is compared to style-wise? Like for fans of... Strung Out, A Wilhelm Scream, those would be the biggest two comparisons. And uh, it's two comparisons that we absolutely love. Uh, we've played with both of those bands a few times, and they're maybe the nicest dudes ever. They're so good at their instruments. Like they, they're out there. They're in it because they really like making the music. Everything that comes along with it is just secondary. They're all musicians, and they push, they push, and they push to get better. And that's what we're trying to do. I mean, we could just walk out there and pop a few uh, power chords at you, like a lot of bands do. But where's the fun in that? You got to put yourself in a spot where you're playing something that you could fuck up. And when you're in that position keeps the adrenaline alive if you're playing something that's harder than you are comfortable with then it keeps you practicing and focused otherwise you're just getting up and going through the motion I, i'm glad you mentioned strung out because i read that you guys played your very first show with strung out <laughs> yeah how the hell does that happen strung out's huge when we first got together we were called like an ottawa super group basically because we took a whole bunch of musicians from different bands. Like Nick and I, the drummer and I, are from Contrabandit. Uh, Contrabandit, skate punk band that was, <laughs> this is the best cliche statement. We were really big in Japan and in Europe. We could barely <laughs> drag a soul out to one of our home shows, but we had like 10,000s of downloads all over the place otherwise. But we had played with Bad Religion, 88 Fingers Louie, so we kind of already hit big time circuits. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, Ben was in the Sewer Rats. They were this street punk band that were pretty much the most technical street, street punk band you could imagine. He's a big, tall guitarist guy. 
Ben also is one of, in my opinion, the best sound engineers in Ottawa. He worked for Spectrasonic and Mavericks for a long time, uh, two companies in town that are very big time. And the saddest part about playing in a band with him is that he will never do my sound again because he's up on the stage with me. Steve was in a band called Snatchback that's toured back and forth across Canada a few times. And Reg, who's now in the band, wasn't an original member. Uh, he came on about a year in, but he's been in hundreds of bands like Fleba, Pointless to Grow Up, like all kinds of bands that have recorded albums, toured, you name it. So playing with Strung Out on that first show sounds like, holy shit. But for us, it was pretty much what we were already kind of at and used to. So I, I hate to sound like such a dick, like, well, we'd already earned it. But, you know, <laughs> once people... Once people heard that we were together, it was like excitement for months of when the fuck can we hear you? When can we hear you? When are you playing? What's going on? So it was really cool to drop Strung out of the first show. Well, it definitely paints a different picture of a typical first show. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what's the plans for the summer? What are you guys up to? Uh, tracking our drums. That's the most important thing that's happening now. We're recording our second album. So we're really stoked because... If, if anyone out there likes our first album, it's good. We really like it. We're really proud of it. But this next album is, we just took our songwriting to the next point, the next level. Everything got really technical. Everything got more challenging. Uh, you probably heard a lot of the new songs because we play a lot of them live right now. So we're just kind of mastering that sort of stuff, getting the drums tracked because two of us have babies on the way. Um, Nick, the drummer, has his second kid on the way. My wife is currently pregnant with twins, so we got a whole lot of babies. Steve just had a baby too, but we're we're following uh, baby schedules as much as other things too. <laughs> but uh, trying to play a lot of shows, as many shows, whether it's a house party because they're doing really well in Ottawa, or playing venues or out of town. Like we want to be back in Timmins this fall without a doubt. Thanks so much for coming on the show. I'll definitely be checking out your next show the next chance I get. We usually end off these interviews with any one of your songs. So what do you want people listening to hear? Oh, all right. This is the one question I actually have to hesitate. Just give me a couple of seconds because I should actually probably think this one properly through. One of those ones because like, yeah, we've got we've got a mix between kind of the the metal core-ish sort of stuff and then something that's a little more traditional skate punk and stuff that's poppy you know what i'm gonna say hell of a weekend hell of a weekend is a song that kind of defies age now none of my songs are autobiographical all of my songs are basically i create characters and usually they're in science fiction stories <laughs> I don't know why, but that's just where my brain goes. And then I take a moment from their life and kind of write about it. Hell of a Weekend is basically someone who finds that every day, every week, every weekend seems to be getting better than the one before. That no matter how much fun you're having, it can always still get better. A lot of people look at life like, oh, I'm going downhill now. And I just look at life as like, wow, let's keep moving forward. I mean, I'm happier today than I was last year. And I was a happy-ass man last year. <laughs> <laughs>